Welcome, everyone, to Irreverend Question the Rev with me, Jamie Franklin. Today, I'm going to be answering a question that was sent in by Austin. It says, does forgiving also need to include forgetting? As we hopefully start to slowly emerge from the worst of the Covidian nightmare, how should we approach those, particularly in our churches, who may wish the whole thing to be swept under the carpet? So thank you very much, Austin, for the question. So I suppose the basic thing to say here is that Austin is referring to the the teaching of Christ, the teaching of the church, that we must forgive our enemies and um, do good to those who hurt us and pray for those who spitefully use us and so on and so forth. He asks, is forgetting included in that process of forgiving? And my first response is that, in a sense, the answer is yes, forgetting does is part of forgiveness. And there's it puts me in mind of a particular verse in uh, the book of Isaiah, Isaiah 38, verse 17, uh, says, Thou hast held back my life from the pit of destruction, for thou hast cast all my sins behind thy back. So that's obviously somebody speaking to God, but it's highly relevant because it gives an image of um, forgiveness, which clearly includes a type of forgetting in the image, our sins are placed behind God's back. And that's really important because, um, because our forgiveness in this life is based on, or should be based on at least ideally, on the way that God forgives us. This implied, for example, in the Lord's Prayer, when we ask that God forgives us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. So it's because God forgives us that we forgive other people and we should forgive other people in the same way that God forgives us. So if God casts our sins behind his back, then we we ought also to cast the sins of other people behind our backs when we forgive them. Now, what does that actually mean? Well, I think it, it definitely means that bitterness and anger are put away from us. And I think in a sense, that means not calling to mind the offence that has um, has been um, the offence that's been committed against us time and time again. And you're going over it in your mind over and over again, like stroking it like you would, you know, a, a pet or something like that, you know, bringing it up or like an itch, scratching it all the time, making it worse. Um, yeah, you shouldn't do that. You should, you should, you should forgive, and you should forget in that sense. You should, you should uh, cast that person's sin behind your back and not call it to mind over and over again, and not hold it against that person. And also wish the best for people you forgive. Um, striking when you read through the sermons of uh, Martin Luther King, how much he foregrounded this idea that the people he was he was um, against, if you like, politically, uh, were not people that he wanted to destroy, but people he wanted to win for himself through the power of love and forgiveness. So that's the first thing. But sometimes we do need to remember because we need to make wise decisions in the future. So for example, somebody could uh, prove to you through their uh, sin through something they do against you that they're an untrustworthy person they do something which is enormously um, um it's an enormous betrayal of your trust for example they lie to you over and over again and they show that they're untrustworthy now should you forgive that person yes of course you should forgive that person but then should you therefore be naive in your future dealing with that person well absolutely not because you have to have wisdom in this life as well and you shouldn't be naive uh, similarly if somebody is dangerous 
for example, if you're in an abusive situation and um, somebody is um, violent or abuses you or hurts you in some way, yeah, you should forgive in the sense that uh, you shouldn't hold bitterness and anger towards that person and you should pray for them and hope to see them one for Christ. But uh, should you place yourself in a position where um, it's as though you can't remember those things and you might be put in danger again? No, absolutely not. You shouldn't do that. So generally speaking, yes, we should forget in the sense that we shouldn't um, bring them back to mind and go over them and over them and over them and hold hold them against the person. Uh, yes, we shouldn't do that. But we also shouldn't be naive in in um, if there is some reason um, to remember them that will help us to make wise decisions in the future. Uh, and the second part of the question about uh, how we approach those in our ch churches who had a different approach, let's say, to uh, the COVID situation, uh, we could apply that to any other differences in the church. I suppose that's a really significant one, but sometimes we have significant differences with people, um, bitter differences and divisions. And I think a principle is that uh, in the church, we have unity in Christ. Christ is what unifies us, his death, his resurrection, um, his ascension, and our common destiny as, as those who share, participate in the body of Christ, um, and those who, who drink the one cup and, and share the one bread and so on. So our unity is in Christ fundamentally, and that is a much, much more significant unity than the unity that we have over something like whether or not we agree about even very, very important political issues. So our unity must be found in Jesus Christ and not in a political issue. So what, what do you do with that? Well, you can't, you can't therefore say that something like COVID is of such fundamental importance that you can't find a way to move beyond it. I think there must be some kind of way to move beyond it. And, um, and that must be in, in some sense um, through uh, mutual uh, understanding, forgiveness, love, and so on. I couldn't say much more about a particular situation because I don't know what situations people are facing. But one thing you might want to consider doing is to create space for dialogue with other people with whom you disagree, uh, with whom you have dis different opinions. And it's not to say that you'll end up agreeing with that person or they'll end up agreeing with you, but there's something about a process and exchange of listening and understanding that helps at the very least clear the air. And, um, you know, I, well, in a, in a, in an even better sense to sort of understand each other a bit better um but as i say you should recognize that your fundamental unity is in jesus christ so those are some thoughts about that i hope that's helpful and thanks to austin for sending in the question be with you again next time mm -hmm.